0: This is the Angry Therapist Podcast. My name is John Kim. I'm a licensed therapist slash life coach, and I'm putting self-betterment into a shot glass, 10 minutes, unpolished. Hey guys, welcome to episode two of the Angry Therapist Podcast. In episode one, we talked about the first stage or the first step in building yourself a brand new container. And I just thought it's appropriate to start with my concept on building yourself a safe life space. And I believe that uh, if you build a safe container, that growth is organic. And I believe that if your container is cracked, and many of us have cracked containers that growth is stunted, and you won't be at your potential. So the point of this podcast is to put things in a shot class. I have a timer here. It's going to go off in exactly 10 minutes. I totally lied. I do not have a timer, but I am looking at my <laughs> clock on my computer, and I will judge about 10 minutes now, and I'll uh, you know finish it then because I just think that we live in a world where there's so much noise. Who's got time to listen to an hour-long podcast, uh, especially if it's from me. So um, the first stage was um, about transparency. That's what it was called. And, and we talked about pseudo versus solid self. We talked about false beliefs and stopping living your lies. And the last piece I wanted to finish, um, because we ran out of time, is returning what's not yours to own. Real quick, let me just insert... Subscribe if you uh, enjoy this dialogue and you want to be notified when new episodes come out because I'm going to pump them out often since they're only 10 minutes. And I promise I will put things in a shot glass instead of a wine glass. If you prefer things in a wine glass, this is definitely not your podcast. That being said, I'm going to be me because um, I believe in being yourself. And uh, with that comes uh, silliness and... uh, bird walking and all over the place and sometimes i give you the information and you have to piece it together because the way that my mind works i just it's scattered and it's sometimes non-linear etc so fyi all right so the the um the thing that we left off on is and this is the the last piece of being transparent is uh, returning what's not yours to own and i really believe that we carry things that are not ours to own that we need to return. And in order to have a safe container, we got to return that shit. So, for example, beliefs about um, the world, about ourselves, uh, blueprints from our parents. Um, Think about your life and think about what you're carrying that is no longer for yours to own, you know, other people's definitions. Or maybe you're carrying stuff that, uh, is coming from a false version of you that you've been carrying that you need to let go. Um, when we carry things that are not ours, they become stones, pebbles in our shoes, right? We start walking funny. We start, uh, it, we would go out of alignment. And so part of being practicing transparency is to return. And of course, these are my definitions that I created, they're not in the uh, dictionary. Um, returning what is not yours to own. Okay, we're going to move on to the second phase or the second step in building yourself a safe container. And this is actually my favorite. It's called stance, right? And under stance, the first concept is this idea of having non-negotiables. Now, when it comes to relationships, especially because of love and catching feelings and chemistry and all that stuff, um, we can negotiate ourselves very fast. So... We have to have non-negotiables, and I want you guys to know there's a difference between a non-negotiable and a preference, right? A preference is I prefer to date, I don't know, men that are six feet tall, make six figures, blue eyes, you know, drives a Ferrari, I don't know. That's not a non-negotiable that's being narrow in my opinion. A non-negotiable are things that um, will crack your container. Like the obvious would be abuse, right? Physical abuse, emotional abuse, character assassination – um, but there are other non-negotiables that are really important that can become an engine of a relationship. For example, one of my non-negotiables is I really need to have great banter with someone, right? I really believe that banter is one of the pistons that keep a relationship going and moving forward. So, and of course, we all have our dif- different definitions of what good banter is, um, but that can be a non-negotiables. And also, non-negotiables change as we change. So just because, you know, what, what you were not willing to negotiate about yourself or in relationships, say, last year, maybe... Maybe you're willing to negotiate this year, and it's not because you're compromising or you're, you're, you believe that you're worth less or you deserve less. It's just that you change as a human. So having a safe container means you're having some non-negotiables. Um, if you're negotiating everything, then you're flimsy, right? And so we're just talking about relationships, but also at work, what are your non-negotiables? You know, I I can't punch a clock anymore. It's something I'm not willing to negotiate. i tasted that. It grazed me out. It depresses me. I have to – um, I'm just wired to be more of an entrepreneur an artist, you know, um, I need to be in a, a space where I could swim, right. Cause I've just been doing that for so long. That's what I'm used to. And that's, I know that that's how I thrive. Um, I can't, uh, I mean, of course, that being said, you know, if I have to go get a job or if I have to punch a clock, then I have to, to survive. But I'm just saying overall, it's something that I'm not willing to negotiate. Um, if I have a choice and, uh, you know that I will always pick the um, punching the sky over a clock. All right. Um, the second concept is called unlocking your code. And guys, we're already halfway done with this fucking podcast. Holy shit! Did I make a mistake by saying and committing to the concept of ten minutes? Um, I don't think so. I think I could. I could. Um, I think I could knock this out in the next five minutes. All right. Unlocking your code. Uh, this is the idea that growth is more about a reunion than anything else. So we need to reunite with parts of ourselves that we've been ignoring for so long. And let me give you some examples. Um, when I was growing up, I was, uh, um, some of the happiest times of my life were spent upside down, spinning on my head, right? Breakdancing when I was 12. And it doesn't mean that now as a 44 year old to start breakdancing again. I mean, it could, but it means to, to like reunite and establish a new relationship with that spirit of me right so i find that through activities like butterfly pull-ups and crossfit and riding my motorcycle and other activities that give gave me the feeling and allowed, allows me to uh, to have the relationship with that spirit of the 12 year old john kim who was spinning and fearless and breakdancing and wearing windbreakers and fat laces like right so tapping into the spirit of that john kim Is what it means to unlock your code, right? Connecting to that part. So that's one example. Of course, you know, uh, there's there's lots of parts of us that we've disconnected with uh, because life happened, because we had to grow up, because we had kids, we got married, you know, whatever the case. And I think that a lot of people lived a very gray out life because we don't reconnect with that authentic part of us. And it's usually, it's usually when we're younger, because when we're younger, we don't have the responsibilities of life. We're free to be curious and to roam and to be our unique selves. We're not concerned with seeking approval and validation. And that's sometimes when we're the most pure, right? So connecting with parts of yourself that you really liked about you, um, what would that look like? And so in the action, the work would be executing that You know, whatever that looks like, it doesn't, you know, maybe it's buying a guitar, maybe it's picking up a, you know, paintbrush, maybe it's um, learning how to dance again, or or maybe it's a whole different activity, but that activity uh, connects you with that part of yourself, right? So dancing and CrossFit are two different activities, but CrossFit, uh, through CrossFit, I pulled out the the 12-year-old John Kim with the windbreaker spinning on his back. All right. And the last piece in stance um, is attract instead of chase, and this is this idea is basically uh, I'm talking about your state, right? I'm not talking necessarily about like closing your eyes, and, and of course, you know, I believe in visualization, I believe in all of that stuff, I believe in energy, I believe in you know all that, but attracting. Is not seeking approval, validation. It's being in a state where you are not chasing things, but you are being your most authentic self. And by being so, you're maneuvering a higher frequency, and you're attracting the kind of people you're meant to attract, the kind of opportunities you're meant to attract, etc. So, those are the things. Is um that's I mean, that's that's the, that's the, that's the uh, to have a strong stance. So when we when we chase right, and I've chased for a lot of my life, I was um. Powerless because I was dependent on things that, you know, someone's yes or no is what my happiness was based on. So it left me chasing. When you're chasing, you're desperate. You're willing to sell your soul. You're willing to do anything for, you know, for that that thing at the end of the rainbow. And so, in that way, you're very wobbly. You're, you know, that leaves room for you to uh, be very pseudo and a false version of yourself. And that is not where your power lives. So being in an attracting state means kind of going back to this idea of pseudo and solid, being solid, being authentic, being vulnerable, being you. And I think the more you are that, and of course, you know, we could we'll talk a little bit later about the, or actually in the next episode we'll talk about um, how to attract, right, the, the internal and external. But um, just for the sake of time, I just want to finish with um, the broad strokes of attracting versus chasing, and we'll go into details in the next episode. Because this 10 minutes comes up super fast. Guys, it's already been 10 minutes. Holy shit. All right. Listen, guys. That's the end of Stance. Um, We're going to next episode, we're going to get into how to attract. And then the final piece of building yourself a safe container, which I just call container because I think I just lost my creativity juice. I ran out of creativity juice (laughs) when I was writing the book. Anyway, um, follow me on uh, Instagram at The Angry Therapist, on Facebook, um, wherever. And uh, guys, be well and hope you have a great day. Not a great day, a meaningful day. Thank you for listening. You can meet me on Instagram at The Angry Therapist or on Facebook, The Angry Therapist or come ride with us at shift.us. That's www.shftnoi.us find like-minded people who want to live better.